Welcome to Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Wednesday, August 23rd. Today we are getting into the Jaguars' defensive standouts against the Detroit Lions, preseason week two. The Jags had a hell of a day out there, won the game 25-7. to The defense did a lot of good things. The offense did a lot of good things as well. We've done the offensive standouts. We'll get into the defense, defensive standouts here today. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you're enjoying the content on this channel, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you don't miss a show. If you want to support the channel further, you can check out ginjag.com shop, pick up some new Duval gear. You can get one of these spiffy hats I'm wearing right now. Check it out again. That's ginjag.com shop. Getting into these defensive standouts, you know, the Jaguars, it was their second preseason game. Uh, they did not really play the starters at all. They did play a couple guys on the offensive line here and there, some guys sprinkled in. But um, I think when you look at preseason week three, that's when you're going to get that dress rehearsal type of game from the Jaguars. They've said as much already. You're going to probably see the starters for a quarter to two quarters against the Dolphins in preseason week three. But in this week two matchup, it was pretty much just backups. And, and looking at these defensive standouts, you do have some guys fighting for spots. You have some guys fighting for roles on this roster um, in 2023. I don't think anybody stood out more than Jeremiah Ledbetter, who is the interior defensive of linemen um, that that just was a mauler in this game and you've seen it over the course of his career uh, not a long career entered the NFL a little bit older in age as well he's 29 he's only in his fourth year in the NFL at 29 years old but Jeremiah Ledbetter he has some experience with the Jaguars obviously some experience with Mike Caldwell on this defense and, and going back to Tampa as well but looking at Ledbetter I think that he showed power he showed explosiveness off the line of scrimmage, especially on that forced fumble. Teddy Bridgewater had no idea what hit him. He showed the ability to clean up on plays. You know, Caleb on chase on gets a free run at the quarterback, can't bring him down. Jeremiah Ledbetter there to finish it off. Um, he was dominant, absolutely dominant. 95.2 PFF grade for Jeremiah Ledbetter. And I think when you look at the defensive line, that is the perfect place for someone to step up and show out. And Ledbetter has been looking good throughout training camp. He looked good last training camp for the Jaguars. In very brief action in Week 16 last year, he looked good in that game as well uh, for the Jags. So I think Ledbetter is going to make this roster, and I think it's it's a welcome sign for him to be playing this well because you do have the injury to Devon Hamilton. You don't know how long he's going to be out with the non-football-related back issue that he's got going on right now. You do have Foley Fatukasi, who is uh, supposed to be able to work his way back and be ready for the start of the regular season on that defensive interior. Um, So you have two of your three starters currently dealing with some sort of injury. And again, Fatukasi should be back, but you've seen lower body injuries linger for these big guys. You saw it linger for Foley Fatukasi last year with the calf entering the 2022 regular season. So to have a guy like Jeremiah Ledbetter step up, and he is the the next beefiest guy for them up front, right? Like the Jaguars, they have a lot of thin, not thin, but you know, not the big beef eaters up front outside of Devon Hamilton and Foley Fatukasi. Jeremiah Ledbetter, he's definitely pushing 300 pounds. He looks like one of those big interior defensive linemen that can stuff the run. He plays like it as well, and he's also a guy that can push the pocket. He can explode into the pocket past uh, interior linemen with his explosiveness off the ball. So I think Jeremiah Ledbetter being able to step up and, and play good football for them could be critical if Devon Hamilton has to miss any regular season time, which is still just unclear because there's no timetable 
timetable for his return right now. So kudos to Jeremiah Ledbetter. Kudos to the Jaguars for bringing him back this year and giving him another shot because even though he's 29 years old, he's still a relatively young NFL player, doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires, and I think he could just be be exactly what the doctor ordered for the Jaguars on that interior with the, the injuries that they're dealing with right now. And of course, he's not the only guy on the interior that can play ball. But looking at the back end, I wanted to get to Gregory Jr. and Christian Braswell. You've seen Gregory Jr. play in the slot for the Jaguars uh, throughout the preseason, throughout training camp. He's probably not going to enter the season as a starter or anything like that. They do have Trey Herndon. But Gregory Jr., I think, has cemented himself on this roster Uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt with his play throughout training camp in the preseason. In both preseason games, he's been disruptive. He's produced three total turnovers in the preseason so far in just two games. You know, a forced fumble on defense, a recovered fumble on special teams, an interception against the Lions. He also got a nice pass breakup on a a critical down for the Jaguars defense in this one, Um, one one-on-one against a receiver. Receiver went up for it. Gregory Jr. was able to get those hands up there and be disruptive. So really good stuff for Gregory Jr., who even when he's gotten beat in the preseason, which has not been often, you've seen him right there in coverage, uh, tight, sticky man coverage. So like if a guy's been able to catch a ball in, in primary coverage with Gregory Jr., he's been right there to make the play, the tackle, right after the guy catches it. So I think you've really liked what you've seen from Gregory Jr. He has more athleticism than Trey Herndon brings to the table. Trey Herndon will be the starter entering the season. But Gregory Jr., I think, has the potential to be able to play man-to-man coverage against some of the faster, more athletic slot receivers you'll see in the NFL a little bit better than Trey Herndon does. And so I think you should be really excited about what he's showing out of Wachita Baptist um, in year two. Christian Braswell, another player, took a while to get going in training camp, right, because he was dealing with a hamstring injury. But once he was able to get into the preseason, you've seen him play very well. He's an explosive uh, athlete at the cornerback position. He's an outside corner rookie out of Rutgers. The Jaguars drafted on day three this year. I think Christian Braswell is going to make this roster as well because he has really good instincts. He has really good reflexes. Like I said, he's a very explosive athlete. Not the fastest straight line guy, but he's got size. He's got athleticism in terms of you know explosiveness, the verticality, the quickness as well that I think you're looking for at the cornerback position. And so I think he's going to make this roster as well. So that's two depth corners. You already have your two starters in Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams. And obviously, I don't think Trey Herndon's going anywhere. So that's five guys right there that I think are going to make the roster at corner. I think Christian Braswell and Gregory Jr. have shown a lot throughout this preseason um, in the two games that they've they've played in. Jordan Smith, getting back to that defensive front, I thought he was very disruptive in this game. I saw an inside move from him. I haven't seen that in the past. So you're able to kind of be able to be a guy that uses his length to not only push uh, on the outside track, but also able to win inside. So if you, you can beat a guy outside and you can beat him inside, it makes you a lot more difficult to deal with. If you can have counters to your, your main moves, it makes you a lot more difficult to deal with as an edge player. I think you saw Jordan Smith start to take steps in the right direction over the last couple of weeks. A guy coming off a big injury last year, the knee injury that he suffered in minicamp. So I think you, you like what you see from Jordan Smith. Obviously, it hasn't been the start to his career that he would want. Didn't play a ton during his rookie year, then has the injury. Now you're fighting back uh, all offseason to get back healthy and ready to play football. But he's starting to do some things, I think, on the defensive side of the ball. And he makes the plays that are there for him when they're there. Like, if there's an easy play where he's unblocked, he's going to get in there and do his work and get the job done. 
Uh, I think you have not seen that from every player on the Jaguars outside linebacker roster. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0. We'll get into that. But how about Ventrell Miller? Uh, I think that obviously has not played a lot. Had been dealing with injuries coming out of the University of Florida. But what he has shown is his ability to blitz at a high level. This is a guy that has two sacks in two games for the Jaguars just on simple blitzes. Has not been sent on a lot of blitzes for the Jags over these two games, but he's getting home when he blitzes, and I think that's something that, that Mike Caldwell will, will really value. This is a former linebacker, former linebacker's coach, and Mike Caldwell, he's a guy that if I'm going to blitz you, you better do something. You better get home, and Ventrell Miller is doing exactly that so far. He's got a ways to go um, before he's – you know, a starting caliber player or anywhere close to it. But his ability to get in there and blitz, uh, I think the Jaguars will value. I thought a couple more interior defensive linemen beyond Jeremiah Ledbetter played pretty well for the Jaguars in this one. Adam Gotsis looked good, and you would expect him to look good. He's a guy they're going to be relying upon. Um, if Devon Hamilton or Foley Fatukasi misses more time, we'll see how that plays out. But Adam Gotsis, he's been around here for a few years now, a couple years, and he's played well for the Jaguars uh, when he's been called upon, when his name has been called, his number. Uh, I thought Deshaun Dixon played well again. He's had a really nice training camp and preseason for the Jaguars. So I think you look at both of those guys, they're more of those penetration-style interior defensive linemen for the Jaguars, whereas Jeremiah Ledbetter, Devon Hamilton, Foley Fatukasi, they can penetrate, but they can also hold up and take on a couple blocks and be able to get the job done. So I think you like your your interior defensive line once Devon and, and Foley get back. We'll see how that plays out. But I think you maybe have enough depth to be able to withstand that. And I talked about it yesterday. Even though I think the Jaguars should add another body to this room uh, just because Devon and Foley are down right now, I think that it is possible that they could get the job done early on in the season if you were missing a Devon Hamilton with the group they have. Uh, largely thanks to Jeremiah Ledbetter, but also Adam Gotsis, Deshaun Dixon, Tyler Lacey, Raymond Bohasik. These guys have done little things throughout games um, and, and throughout training camp practices to indicate that you know as a platoon they can get the job done. Now, one guy I want to talk about, I think it was a really interesting game for Caleb Von Chason because he did rack up pressures but didn't do anything with them, in my opinion. Um, started the game with a free run at Teddy Bridgewater, unblocked, couldn't get him down. Uh, both of his tackle attempts in the backfield in this game he missed, uh, so that's disappointing in my opinion. Um, I say congratulations on being able to win a couple times at the line of scrimmage, but then if you look lost in the backfield, um, it's hard for me to really sit here and pound the table for you. And so I think Caleb on Chason, 
it's going to be tough sledding for him. Uh, I think that Jordan Smith has shown more throughout this preseason, quite frankly. I think Yasir Abdullah has shown more throughout this preseason uh, than Caleb on chase on. So we'll see how it plays out for him. If he's still the edge three entering the season for the Jaguars, obviously at some point, Dewan Smoot's going to come back and he can do some edge. He can do some interior defensive lineman, defensive end stuff for you. But um, for me, I don't think Caleb on chase on should be edge three. I know Doug Peterson said entering preseason that he was the edge three on the roster right now behind Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker. I think Jordan Smith and Yasir Abdullah have outplayed him quite frankly. Um, and then you see the jump off sides on a key down for Caleb on. That was very disappointing, but not enough for me from him. I'm not saying you cut bait right now because quite frankly, that's just creating even less depth than you already have at edge. So I would not be moving on from him right now unless you're replacing him, you know, one-to-one by adding someone else uh, to this roster. But for me, Caleb on chase on preseason and training camp has been fairly disappointing entering his fourth year. This is his second year in this system. The first time he's been allowed to grow in a system from year to year. And I just haven't seen enough from a former first round pick. Uh, so disappointing there, but you never know. He could turn it on at some point. Uh, prove me wrong. We'll see how it plays out. I just don't see it happening for Caleb on chase on unfortunate because a guy that, that did have a lot of talent coming out a big year for LSU back in 2019 gets drafted in the first round by the Jaguars and it just has not come together for Caleb on chase on in Jacksonville so we'll see how that plays out but uh, for me definitely not a standout despite seeing all those pressures I just don't think he was make, able to make an impact with those pre- pressures not enough of an impact and then having the the mental mistake offsides on that critical down later in the game was super disappointing. Uh, But a lot of encouraging developments from the Jaguars defense, especially with those depth corners and with with, um, the interior defensive lineman that I mentioned showing out. I thought Buster Brown also played well. Chris Claybrooks played well in this one. And I kind of said before this game, you know, the Lions, they were going to be down. Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamison Williams. They moved on from Denzel Mims. Um, So they did not have a lot of guys going at receiver. I said the Jaguars corners needed to come to play, and I think they did come to play in a really big way. Very rarely got beat. I know Eric Hallett had a couple plays where he got beat in man coverage, but he was still right there. It wasn't like he got toasted. He was just, you know, a hair off from being able to make a a play on the ball, a pass breakup, what have you. But overall, very good performance from the Jaguars defense. I think you should be encouraged. You know, obviously, you're not excited about what's going on with Devon Hamilton, but Jeremiah Ledbetter, Adam Gotsis, Deshaun Dixon, Tyler Lacey, Raymond Vohasek, I think those guys can platoon to get the job done enough for you, assuming those guys all make the roster. We'll see how it plays out. But thank you so much for tuning in. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube, notification bell. And again, if you want to support the channel further, pick up this hat, genjag.com shop. Y'all have a good one.